Hey, Nicole, it's good to have you back for an episode of Transform Your Workplace. Glad to be back. It's always fun chatting with you about these awesome HR business-related topics, so can't wait for this one. Yeah, we were just talking offline that with a lot of organizations moving to a hybrid or fully remote workplace, the ability to connect with others is probably more important than ever with organizations that have been in, in the office or maybe had an environment where it's easy to interact with people accidentally, a water cooler talk or to you know, run into the restaurant. What? Like you just, by happenstance, you have these conversations in the remote environment. It's really hard, yeah. right? So maybe talk about the, just from your perspective, the benefits of a high quality connection that many of us had, and then it went away because now we have to be really intentional about yeah. it. Yeah, it's really important, I think, to have high quality connections at work because when we connect with one another in a powerful way, we work more collaboratively together. We are more focused in the work that we're doing. We're able to have more difficult conversations with each other if and when we need to um, about challenging topics or conflict whenever it comes up. And so really fostering and developing a high quality connection with your colleagues, especially if you're working closely together, become really important. And like you mentioned, those water cooler talk opportunities aren't around as much, but I do say, you know, now when we are in the office, I know like internally at Zenium, it's like, we all want to like talk to each other and connect because we can't connect in the same way as we do remotely. But there are of course things that we can do to try to connect more on that level, even in this new hybrid or remote space that we're in. What do you think are like the differences between a really good connection with somebody at work versus something that's really transactional, maybe low value? Yeah, I think the best example I can come up with is something I've definitely been guilty of in the past, but those conversations like you pass each other in the hallway or at work, or maybe you join a Teams or a Zoom meeting and you know, you jump on and you're like, hey, how was your weekend? And you're like, good, how was your weekend? And you're like, good. All right, moving on. It's just good, great. There's not a whole lot of conversation. It's very transactional. It's like we're being respectful and courteous and know that that type of uh, conversation that you might have at the beginning of a call, but we're not really being impactful in that moment or it's not a high quality, I would say, interaction or connection that we're developing in those types of conversations. Whereas if you have a high quality connection, right, it's more, oh, you know, for example, a lot of people at Zenium know I'm working on my kitchen renovation right now. Like I'm doing a DIY kitchen renovation and, oh, I'm working on this and I had these these issues. And then someone's like, I did something like that last year. And here's some tips that I have. You're engaging more and Mm. you're remembering those conversations and it has more meaning and creates a more connection that way. There's a couple things I want to unpack about that. Think like when you're having a virtual meeting and then you're doing the whole, how was your weekend? Like, because you only have a couple, maybe a minute or so if you popped on early to a group meeting and and it, that's why it becomes transactional because you're like, oh, we can't really get into sure. a full conversation versus if you're like walking along the hallway or something and you have an accidental conversation because you had the space to do yeah. it. Like you, maybe you had a 15 minute break, 20 minute break. Things can just happen versus like with virtual. If you're just having a call, it's scheduled and you don't really have the space sure. for it. So you have to be intentional. It's just very different. You have to be intentional and and create space. I would say while it doesn't seem super productive to be having those conversations or spending half the meeting, like talking about your weekend or whatever, right? It's an Mm -hmm. important part 
of the workplace and building connections and is what's going to make that meeting more valuable. So I think that, like you mentioned, being intentional about adding in time for that, thinking how much time it's going to take to talk about this topic and scheduling that out appropriately to allow those more natural conversations to occur. Yeah. You mentioned the kitchen renovation example too. What strikes me about that is that you are letting people in a little bit, right? So you have to give something, yeah. vulnerability yeah. to share something about you and your life for connection. Yeah. And it's a two-way street with that, right? So if you don't open up, somebody else might exactly. not open up. Yeah, it requires you vulnerability. you have to wait for first otherwise. Yeah, that's a perfect yeah. word for it. It does require vulnerability and authenticity. Oh, and like being your authentic self and being vulnerable. And it is a two-way street, right? If I'm like, oh, I'm working on my kitchen renovation, I'm talking through that. And the other person's like, okay, cool, (laughs) right? That's not going (laughs) to bear well on creating a high quality connection either, right? So you have to be really fully present, giving your full attention, like tuning into that person and just showing that you care. And not everyone's going to have worked on a kitchen renovation, right? To be able to say that, wow, that sounds really rough. That sound, you know, that's been difficult for you or just showing that you're listening and you're resonating with that person. I want to get into some like tactical things that maybe people can get from this podcast about how to create connection. And I think there's like, there's two areas of this. There's what can an individual do? What can Nicole Blevins yeah do to create connection with other people. And then, okay, I'm an employer. I'm on the leadership. I'm in the senior leadership team. What can I do with my group to make sure that we're providing the space and the opportunities for a connection? So why don't you dive into some, some ideas that you have or things that you've done or you've helped other people do from an individual basis? Yeah, I would say on an individual basis, the main thing and really what's most important is giving your full attention in those moments and being present, you know, tuning into that person, removing distractions that like might come up that, you know, get in the way and making eye contact and listening actively to that person. I think you and I both know like when, when you're not fully present with someone, they feel it and they know it and they can see it, right? And it doesn't feel good, but we've all been on that meeting where we're talking and someone's looking off to the side and they're like typing at the same time. They're clearly not no present or engaged in that conversation. And, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't do a whole lot for fostering that connection and those relationships. And so if we were in person, right, in the office, no one would ever do that. If I, if I walked up to you and I'm like, how was your weekend? And we're having a conversation, you wouldn't be turned around typing or looking elsewhere as I'm talking to you, right? Like in our rules of engagement in an in-person setting, we wouldn't do that. But it's so easy for us to do that in the new hybrid and remote work environment that we are. So I think just reminding ourselves that like, if this isn't what we would typically do in person or like we wouldn't do that to someone and wouldn't want, wouldn't like how that would feel if it were us, right? Mm -hmm. Then let's really be sure that we're being intentional and showing interest and engaging in those moments. So that's really the main thing I I would say about that. I think that covers it. And then on the employer side, right, when we were in the office and like having the water cooler conversation and doing things like that, for the most part, those were like allowed and encouraged and wasn't anything out of the norm. And, you know, if an employer is now anything out of the norm and thing like that, then that's where if they're like, no small talk at the beginning of this virtual meeting, we need to get right into things. If they're not supportive of that, then that's not going to bear well. So I think employers just need to be like aware that is an important part of the meeting, that it provides value in 
creating efficiencies and allowing people to work more collaboratively and closer together and creating a better experience long long term um, while it may not seem like the most productive use of time in the moment i have some ideas from an employer's perspective yeah. too so i think like individuals because they may not feel like they have the safety to to take initiative and take action. Oh, could I ask Nicole out to lunch or even if it's a virtual lunch or something or a virtual coffee, can I do yeah. that? I think employees aren't really empowered unless an employer states it. So I think a couple of things that come to mind. You could have some intentional like team building activities where either you get together oh, yeah. in person, virtual, you can have cross-functional projects. So I remember it was a year or so ago where we did our core values update at Zenium yeah. and we had a cross-functional group of people that were involved and it was like fun. It was, yeah. you know, interact with some of those people, formal mentorship program, new hire buddies yeah, where fun. you might have a new employee, somebody besides their manager, maybe across the company can interact with them. Lunch and learns, bring a brown bag lunch and, or even provide lunch and learn about something. Diversity, equity, inclusion programs, perhaps. Yeah. Fostering have a, that have connection. Have a group that's like focused yeah. on inclusive workplaces and really listen to employees about what they want in terms of connection. Yeah. So I think like those are I mean, employee resource groups Amazing. too. You could have book, book clubs. Yeah. Like there's a lot of opportunities here. I'm like, I've just gave a yes, lot of that is ways a ton. employers. Yeah, there really are so many different ways. <laughs> and I think going back to the vulnerability piece, if we're not creating an inclusive environment for people to be vulnerable, then it's going to be harder, right, to create those high quality connections. Right. So I think, like you just mentioned, the focus on the diversity, equity, inclusion piece, and really creating a safe space for people to have those conversations and connect. We were just talking about how at our all staff meeting recently, we did like a pumpkin carving after the all staff oh, meeting, yeah. you know, again, that created space for people these conversations and build high quality connections while doing something fun and just creating the space and the time for that. And it was mm -hmm. great. I've seen awesome pictures of the pumpkins mm -hmm. and you know, hearing from a lot of people that it was tons of fun. And so we have like more, like we have a Halloween little thing planned too upcoming next week as well. So it's just, there's so many little things that really are going to impact how employees are feeling at work and really skyrocket that collaboration and productivity, I think. One thing I've thought of too, that I think could be super helpful, both at an individual and an employer level is providing like a list of questions that you could ask another person. Like, cause some people just don't know how to be curious and ask questions and it just doesn't come natural to them. But it, like, I think of the game table talks. I don't know if you've yeah. heard of those, but it's like this little acrylic holder with a bunch of little cards and it has a question on each of them. And it's meant to like, okay, if I'm sitting down with Nicole for lunch, like I could pull out this thing and it has got a bunch of random questions on it about who was your celebrity crush and in high school yeah. versus what do you want to be when you're uh, or, you know, six yeah. years old, something, whatever. And so it's just like fun ways to just ignite conversation. And I think like an employer could curate a list of questions that they can pro provide the entire employee based and say, hey, we welcome you to reach out to people you want to get to know. And maybe they have something formal around it. Provide this list of questions. And I bet you could be magic, yeah. like something as simple as that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It, and it's like you said, it doesn't take a ton of time. It's not costing a lot of money or resources or anything like that. But the return, I think, on that investment is going to be huge. Um, and I think that's yeah. what we have such a good culture at Zenny. I'm like, obviously, I love working here. And I think it's one of the best places to work. And it's because we are so intentional about creating those opportunities and building strong relationships among teams and among employees to where you know, people feel included and they're, and they 
we're able to work better because of it. When I feel like I truly know and trust my coworkers and can be vulnerable and can have those hard conversations and try to solve difficult problems together, then, you know, it, it makes all the difference. 100% agree. Like you said it just there, trust is yeah. core to like getting stuff done and interact. Like it just makes things frictionless yeah. when you have trust and there's relationships at its core. I remember reading early on in my 20s, The Speed of Trust by Stephen M. R. Covey, which mm-hmm. is the son of the late Stephen yeah. Covey. And I just remember that always stuck to me is like, if you can have trusting relationships, business is done so much faster. Yeah. Things are just so much easier. It's not hard. There's no drama. Right. And I always try to lead with trust and be vulnerable because then the connection is just that much more strong. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Said. Well, Nicole, this has been a really fun discussion, very important discussion. So thanks for coming absolutely. on. Absolutely. Thank you so much. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are the guest's own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of ZenMHR or the host, Brandon Laws. The material and information presented on Transform Your Workplace is for general information and educational purposes only. ZenMHR or the host, Brandon Laws, does not necessarily endorse any guest, their business, or any organization they represent. Discretion is advised. Please work with a trusted advisor to find a custom approach that fits your organization's needs.